0: What is, like, the go-to Dragon deck these days? Because there's been a while since we've recorded. Uh, Since last time we recorded, there's been a new restricted list come out uh, that has brought Niten Master off. Uh, All our listeners would have been well aware of all this stuff, so I'm not going to go into the restricted list right now.
1: It's the same one that it was last year. Niten Master, Void Fist, Seal of the Dragon. We've got that new crab weapon that's non-restricted. We're just using that like it's Pathfinder's Blade and playing like it's 2018 like
0: are any of the dragon cards that are coming in packs four and five look interesting to you as a dragon player or the dragon community as a whole
1: i mean interesting or included in our best deck right
0: i, I mean yeah what, what's going to actually help you win There's a lot of things that are air quotes interesting but what's gonna actually really useful
1: impact four, tagashi hoshi is not very uh game one fate for an unclaimed ring interesting another monk cool Monk's or a thing, I guess. No.
0: So... Rising just...
1: Star Carter requires a unique character, we don't have that many. Shiro is... Um... Army... But... You're, the, you know. you're holding
0: that candle alive for a while there, my friend.
1: No. No, no. Uh Army of the Rising Wave. put Place one fate on an unclaimed ring. Interesting with charge. Deduction is a card that has way too many restrictions for a really bad effect, so no, no. As a Dragon player, is there is zero I get excited about in those two packs, or this cycle, in fact.
0: I know I want to talk to most mostly about the meta stuff a little bit later stuff, but do you feel that Dragon is being... I don't even know if I would ask you this, like, as an opinion. This is like a Jeopardy-style opinion, but it's like kind of common knowledge that, like, Dragon is being "quote unquote" punished for its overwhelming success last year. Is that correct? Like, they designed all these cards based off of what the game looked like last year, because all the cards that are coming out are like almost seem specifically designed not to interact with the traditional deck that we saw last year.
1: Well, I don't know. If that's necessarily so. There's a few things going on, right? So, on the one hand how to do this so you've got two elements to card design you've got theme and you've got power level right so as a standard thing for this game across all the clans every cycle big box there is a different theme or mechanic that you're getting right um you know scorpion get if you've got less than six honor in their clan pack uh crane get card discard um You know, with more effects if you're alone, or more effects if you're honoured, and things like that. There are cycles going on that are interesting. Um, Dragon have got that as well. We've got put fate on rings. We've got take fate off rings. Uh, We've got uh, taking. We've got like hand control in Shira Kitsuki. Um, We've got um, that sort of thing. Um, Really, the the issue is not necessarily the theme but more the power level of it and how well the theme plays with the other theme right So a lot of the clans they're getting all these different themes but the themes, even if they're not fleshed out, which it's hard to do given the amount of cards in your average LcG set are that they are at least not exclusive so that they may not be synergistic so they may not work very well with each other but they aren't necessarily exclusive so you can play your, if you've got less than six honor cards with your last theme cards or your shinobi cards, you know, dishonor cards if you're playing Scorpion, you can play your Brash Samurai and your Paragon of Grace alongside your dueling card, Shimoko, you know, that sort of thing. And then you've got duels in Crane that are effective without having to load the deck full of dueling cards, for example, like Kakita Dojo um, and the Stronghold works well together. Like, that's that sort of thing. There's a lot of effects... That reward you for dueling, but they don't need uh they don't need your whole deck to the way that Miramoto daisha does. So if you look at Dragon, you've got monks who can't have attachments. You've or got they have atta- monk attachments,
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Which there are some, but again, we have power level coming into play there. You've got um, you've got dueling, which in Dragon really needs to be a whole combo engine, or how do you win? without splashing crap. Uh, You've got Fate on Rings, which doesn't really have a big enough payoff. Um, And you've got the monk theme, again, just like with Kios and stuff like that, and play more cards as one. Uh, Like, play more cards to get more actions. Now, all of these themes are actually quite exclusive. So... The monks, monks can't have non-monk attachments, which means all of your attachments, your weapons, um, you know, two heaven technique, which is bad because we don't even have that many weapons in Dragon anyway. Um, your dueling cards really require a whole conflict deck to be more of a combo thing than Crane because the duels aren't as effective at bowing people, you know, winning conflicts. Um, you've got your, you know, Fate on Rings theme, which just doesn't really have the payoff. Um, and what you see is that all of the themes, you know, They kind of work, but they don't work together and they don't allow you to play them in the same deck, barring like the Seal of the Dragon example, which makes one or two monk cards playable in regular Dragon. So what happens probably is that those themes were designed based on what was cool and what might be fun for Dragon, but the power level was set lower because of how good Dragon were a year ago.
0: See, I agree, I agree with you to a point. And keep in mind, I'm mostly agreeing with you. It's just... Yeah, yeah. Because um, I've seen it in this game, seen it in the previous version of the game, I've seen it in the other version of the game where the theme, the quote-unquote intended theme never seems to be very good. I'm not just talking for Dragon, I'm talking about for anything. Uh, Just because if you're like, here's a card, and here's a card that's obviously designed to go with that card. Those cards are very rarely very good, especially especially in L5R, because, you know, good designer doesn't want to make a very powerful combo. And what you see that, Actually, what rises to the top are these themes, air quotes, that are individual. So like Crane has, like you mentioned, Crane has a dueling theme, right? Uh, and there's have a lot of cards in the pool that say, hey, if I do this, I could duel. I could trigger this. I could trigger this. I could do this combo and stuff. That's all cool. But that's not what you actually see. What you see is like Toshimoko. Toshimoku is a duelist but he's just good and he's going to be good in almost any deck you put him into. Same thing with a lot of things. You get a few cards, like maybe Kazen who has a synergy now that, uh, Kikita Dojo is around and maybe like, um, Policy Debate is becoming more of our go-to splash card because of the synergy with uh, Kikita, uh, Q and Kikita and stuff. But by and large, and not just for a Crane or a Dragon, for all these things, it's all these themes have, like, the best All-Stars thing. D- Grab has a sacrifice theme. Theoretically, you only see, like, this combination of Iron Mind, uh, um, the Funeral Pyre, and Reprieve, keeping all these busted attachments around. But there's, like piles and piles of these sacrifice themed cards that never see play so we really need to see especially in dragon like okay we could have all these monks that are like doing these weird combos like hey do you want to enjoy throwing half your hand into the graveyard to do a mediocre effect cool dragons for you uh we really need to see people you honestly need more mitsus people who are just like here is ability that's just powerful no matter but, what but I do."
1: So, so this is what i mean so all of these examples kind of reinforce my point because in it in, in those clans you can take those effects and use them with the other effects to generate. What is an all stars deck, which is what Dragon has in its arguably best historical deck, which is the Niten Master Mitsu Void Fist deck, which just uses the Haymaker of Void Fist, you know, Niten Master to do effects. So, what is missing from the current Dragon themes that are being designed and that we've seen um, is the payoff for the exclusivity. So, monks only be able to attach monk attachments, um, no weapons. That's Fine as long as you have cards like Void Fist, which pay off the exclusivity of the fiend. So for example, even the Dragon Pack, which we've all seen now because it was leaked, and we're not going to talk about the cards, but we're going to talk a bit about the responses to it, um, a lot of which have been negative because the theme of play more cards, um, essentially it ties in very well to this discussion, haven't don't really feel like they've got the payoff that justifies the amount of effort you put into turning them on like for example if something says give your character immunity and if you've played another key or this conflict draw a card you're looking at that and saying well that's bad because i want to play that first thing yeah. and i can only draw a card after i've played something else that's anti-synergy yeah. much like High House of Light, which everyone has already seen, is anti-synergy, because the second effect is only on if the first effect is used for a subpar reason. So, you know, whereas if it had just said, the next time you play a Kiho, this turn, draw a card, not the, the Stronghold, the card I'm talking about. So give your guy immunity, the next time you play a Kiho, this conflict, draw a card. Like, the whole problem is solved. You play it first, play another Kiho, okay, draw a card, play another Kyo, oh cool, maybe that draws you a card as well, and suddenly you've got three cards played and you can turn on something else. But that thing you turn on costs you one fate, gives some people minus two, minus two, when I could just play anything else that affects the four-point swing or something in a battle. Like Lion...
0: I mean, you need a lot to to justify the instant drop in card advantage, right? Exactly. <laughs> because after this battle, you're like, I have nothing left in my hand. I've won this one uh, conflict, but there is many, many more conflicts throughout this battle I, or through this game I have to deal with, and now I've got no hand, right?
1: Exactly. In old L5R, this sort of approach worked because you, you'd be playing Pillars of Virtue, you which would let you play additional actions. you trigger loads of effects, and you burn through all your hand but you won the conflict it was super impactful you killed all of your opponent's guys and then the second conflict was easier
0: well that's that's, that's also the rub of it i would like i would argue and i actually brought this up when i I had did a guest appearance on the very good last province podcast with uh spooky and uh daniel tickle over there talking about the story anyway um uh they were very excited about the new preview the, the one that was actually in the preview uh the dragon card that does like three actions all at once that would yeah. have been and outstanding card in old l5r where uh, uh, obviously there's a lot more kill in that game so like and that had the old game had a bigger tempo swing you like being the first strike means you had the first opportunity to eliminate one of your characters people from being on the board either you killed them or if you bowed them that usually functionally eliminated them from being able to perform anything on the battlefield
1: and a lot of more rules about presence, so if you got rid of your opponents before they could do anything, they couldn't do stuff, which was well.
0: Now in this game says people can do actions and perform a lot of stuff while they're bowed and stuff. Doing going first, unless you're like actually killing them and removing them from the uh, from the conflict, isn't really doing that much to slow them down. So you're not getting any advantage for doing this.
1: And like the thing is In the final conflict, when I'm on your stronghold, it makes sense that I will play tons of cards and I will drop these bombs and I will go to the head to try and, like, sort of beat you. But I have to get there first. And if every card I have in my deck says play two cards or you don't get to draw a card after this or do this weak effect, then I'm not going to get there. Like, monks aren't amazingly well statted. They have some interesting abilities, but they're not fantastic. You know, some of the cards we saw were genuinely good, like, but they don't you know, you, you need the attachments that Dragon has from other themes to push up the stats enough that you can actually compete with Lion and Crab, and if you can't attach those to the characters because they say only monk attachments or tattoos you can never get there so, you know it, it, that you needed to have more powerful effects that justify the complete like exclusivity of the theme because you can't play or you're, or you building a mishmash deck where you can tower on a monk with all the tattoos, you can tower on a weapon, on a, on a regular Niten Master with all the weapons, and you have to play half and half. But there's no consistency there, which loses you events. So it-
0: this this whole situation also underlines an issue that the game has been seeing since it like opened, honestly. Whereas, um, the very spiky nature of how powerful some cards or some combination of cards are. So they were saying like monks in that, that we're seeing right now from the dragon pack cannot use attachments other than monk and tattoo attachments and stuff. Well, on one hand, that's, air quotes thematic and stuff but you don't see any other themes doing that right exactly really the, the actual answer is we saw uh the combination of the we take the best monk cards and we take the best uh attachments from the original dragon thing put them together it creates this unholy monstrosity that there was just not enough cards to deal with that in the old environment now the environment can deal with that and they have nothing left you see the same thing with crab they have all these different things but you take away it a like a, a house of cards you took away one thing from it and then the entire deck archetype has fallen apart almost completely
1: i mean crab is still good like you can still just play spyglass and draw loads of cards but this is the thing so uh my desire very good dragon player lots of people know him he has advocated since last year that really all they need to do is just ban seal of a dragon and print better monk cards right because seal of a dragon is the thing that enables um all of your your non-monks to basically use and abuse your monk cards, right? So the second you get rid of it, you turn off Niten Master, who's a monk that's massive and can fight, and you actually have to play monk cards. But once you ban Seal of a Dragon, you also remove Dragon's best deck right now, unless you give us significant powerful monk cards that counterbalance um, the loss of that deck. And you need stuff that has immediate and powerful effects on the game, that rewards you for being monkey and you know it's tricky it's tricky
0: uh, this out uh, uh, this game has always been very particular to balance like from its inception, with seven different clans, each clan having like four different families, theoretically trying to approach a victory condition, like one of three to five victory conditions, depending on the version of the game. You know, and the game can get very difficult to, uh, to balance and stuff. Uh, I do wonder. This isn't like an attack or anything. I wonder is like the thought process into different cycles of. Which cards they think are going to be effective? Which things cards are think are going to be like uh, useful tools? Because we get situations of like, oh, we're about to see a, a, like again. We've seen the leak of the dragon pack. We're not seeing anything that's really exciting about it. So it's going to go into the unicorn uh, pile of like, oh, this clan's got their clan pack and didn't really get much better from it. Conversa- I would disagree versus...
1: with that statement about unicorn, but continue
0: uh well compared to phoenix and crane their clan packs phoenix is
1: drastically overpowered right and crane got a few good cards but unicorn spoils of war curved blade chagatai like they got some proper bombs right sure one of the main pieces of feedback about the entire dragon pack right remember this is 20 to 30 dragon cards Hmm. one for every other clan and a few neutrals the overall and generic feedback was a where are our bomb cards you know hmm. that actually you know because where are the cards that we look at and we say i want to play monk to get that card like void fist or where are the cards that we can take like curved blade and spoils of war and slot into any deck to make them better like yeah. where the, where are those cards because Absolutely. if you want us to buy a 30 card pack which is supposed to have loads of great cards for us and is isn't it a single bomb to drive that purchase. Like, a few Dragon players have genuinely said, we're just going to not buy the Dragon pack because we don't know that it has enough in it to change yeah. how we play. We're just going to buy a different Clan pack and play that Clan because there's nothing interesting going on here. And a few people have even said, I don't know if the designers know how to make Dragon work because we're supposed to be really cool and mystical. So I'm just going to go and play a different Clan. Like,
0: yeah that's, that's exactly what i'm talking about like the the what are what are the designers what are they figuring out like what is an in their minds what's an effective card what's an effective synergy uh crane like we just on the restricted list we just lost uh daidoji uji who by all means is an extremely powerful card who spoilers was already kind of finding himself out of many decks before the restricted list even happened and we do not care at all that he's gone in fact i'd put out this name like the top three crane cards that you despise seeing i'll ban them i'll ban them right now because crane between children of empire uh the crane pack and at least one card from every uh of this inherited cycle set has given us some really bomb powerful card that i will accept these of these bands just so i could like play with these really interesting effects that we got so why is crane getting such cool things why is scorpion getting good things phoenix is getting like actually uh phoenix hasn't really gotten anything new as a matter of fact all this stuff has been very meh because they their deck has just been solidified since last year they just like uh, kind of like
1: they mix things up a bit with some of the new cards like the water one that switches around
0: I mean they got the charge bird thing that happened at Gen Con and stuff. They for the most part they their 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 core deck is basically the same.
1: No, I mean because they've they've been rotating Hantai in and out, and they've been rotating some other people who give like plus glory in and out. Sure, and sure, but like these are that.
0: details. I'm talking about like major revolutionary changes.
1: I mean pacifism going back in is quite a big see I mean
0: pacifism going back into Unicorn decks. <laughs> no, I mean
1: in, in Phoenix as well. Like yeah, exactly. Everyone gets worried when Phoenix starts running pacifism.
0: But the point remains of, like, the, like, w- some of these clan like, Scorpion has been, gotten uh, nicked by the restricted list almost every single time a restricted list comes out, and it still remains one of the top decks, just because the core way that the deck functions and the core pieces it has just works better. You know, I would even argue Crane, like, if you give it, like, what's Crane's major theme uh, I would even say, I used to say blue numbers, but that's not even true anymore and stuff. they just like, hey, how about we, this is the clan that has printed battle actions. Well, that's huge.
1: <laughs> yeah. And Dragon is supposed to be the, the clan that has printed actions, but yeah. our actions aren't necessarily superior to everything else that's coming at us. Like
0: we're, we're also the only clan that has like a positive glory number that likes it because we could t- we're the only ones who can take advantage of it.
1: Yeah, for exactly. everyone else whereas i is have just a, glory numbers but they just get used to beat me over the head with because i can't yeah. do anything about it i mean
0: lion keeps getting like oh hey get more bodies and like bas- every time i see a lion it's like okay every fight you have basically unlimited military let's just put like double zeros on your military you have all of it that's not going to save you because that's not what wins like the vast majority of battles <laughs> you know there's more to combat than just having big red numbers
1: yeah yeah though they got a card in the Uh, I think it's the lion pack that completely destroys the scorpion players.
0: Oh, yeah. The the lions are going to get some really neat... uh, There's a perfect uh, parallel. The lions look like they're getting some really neat things in their pack. And I see the lions very excited about the lion pack. And from what little we've seen from the crab pack, the crab seem pretty excited about their crab pack. Uh, It's not blowing down the world but it's enough to make their deck more solid consistent so they're not relying on very janky like
1: there are a few good cards there are a few bombs everyone's
0: dragon doesn't seem to be going anywhere fast
1: i mean just every single good dragon player came in the chat the day after it leaked and just said i don't see where the good cards are here yeah or or the resounding statement was the best cards in this pack are neutral or other clans The best card in the pack is probably just a neutral. He says that your characters with attachments can't be honored or dishonored. He's a three-cost. Best card in the pack is a neutral, neutral bushi. Um, like how you you don't get better than that. Or the lion character who's a three dash that says, you know, during a conflict, each character gets minus military equal to their political skills and minus, you know, turns turns Togashi Yakuni into a zero zero, right, or a three-cost body. Like, okay, cool. Thanks for that. Um, yeah. So I, I'm, I'm just, I, I mean, I've explained this to you before. I'm generally a bit skeptical about the quality of design of Dragon's themes. And I think that if you're going to make themes this exclusive, the only way to do it is, you know, not change theme from from pack to pack. So for example, if you want to make an exclusive monk theme that doesn't work with other themes, then you need to make it the theme for like two or three cycles and not change theme every cycle like you do with other clans. If you're going to Because if you, otherwise they just don't have the cards to drive the critical mass of having the theme be exclusive, right? Yeah. Where or you have to make the, the cards applicable to multiple themes so that it doesn't matter if they never reach their intended power level, because you can take the best two or three and find a way of making like things work. And you you may still end up playing a few of the subpar cool cards because you've got the tools, like playing um, an extra monk card just because you happen to have 20 monks in your deck and you were like fit this one in like a yeah absolutely but there needs yeah. to be more something it, in there. it I
0: is mean... interesting like on one hand the designs in a very good thing where every if you look at every family in l5r not clan but every family all they all are very good at maintaining their own theme that isn't very like synergistic with the other ones uh but as we we're talking before um how are they going to like if your thing is only needs to be synergized with itself? They can't be splashed in a hey, I want to put all my good things in one deck kind of deck. They can't do it. Like Crane, the Asahina family/slash sub theme is garbage, complete garbage. No, there he sees plays. You see Asahina Takamori, who individually is powerful and he doesn't need to synergize with anything, he just needs to be in a deck that has people that cost a lot and he he's on you know that's yeah. not an asahina thing he's just good by himself i've every other asahina thing yeah. unplayable <laughs> yeah. and like you looking uh, y- at
1: pack six so pack six is the big bomb pack right mm-hmm. which actually we probably- never mind well the spoilers of it been- the point is that
0: <laughs> we can like, talk about it but it's like it's not gonna be relevant for world so
1: no but the point is that you look at scorpion's bomb yeah five costs your opponents cannot have the imperial favor after the conflict phase begins, each player draws two cards and loses one honor. So a printed one honor loss every turn, and draws you your backhanded compliments. That's a bomb. You can fit that into a lot of scorpion decks. Uh, during a the conflict participating, choose a card of your opponent's discard pile, put that card on top of its owner's deck. It's naff, but works against Phoenix. No, that's not. What are the other bombs here?
0: Well, again, I'm always talking about crane stuff. Look at look at Kikita's final stance action during a mill conflict. Choose a participating character until the end of that conflict. That character cannot be bowed by opponent's effects. If it is involved in a duel, this conflict it uh, does not bow as a result of this conflict's resolution. So this is what we we're talking about before. Of this is not a individually powerful card. It's neat because it's not. It's worded in a way so it's not worthless if I don't play a duel. But this is something that's air quotes designed to go along with a duel and it's got a very powerful effect that's like i would be i would go out of my way to play a worthless duel just so i could play this card i cannot say that for most of the dragon cards that we've seen so far
1: yeah i mean if dragon got a card like this they would probably play it you'd play it on hitomi or Ritsugu. you'd attack you wouldn't bow you would defend it would be really strong but dragon don't get dueling cards like this for some reason um we don't actually seem to get jewels that aren't printed on like one or two costs. Um, and we haven't actually got a single action based jewel. Or like even we've got one action that rewards you for winning a jewel. Maybe two actions that reward you for winning a jewel. And neither of them are particularly comparable to this on power level. So it's, it's a bit like because we're supposed to be a dueling clan, right? As well.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And we have arguably the best dueling attachment in miramoto dice show but we don't have jewels. we have three jewels that we can play even miramoto's dive. dice
0: show i mean that thing is more of like a game anomaly like that it's thing... a
1: combo card it's not good it's not consistent it doesn't help you win conflicts regularly i mean it it it, keep...
0: it, it 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 single-handedly niches out its own space in the game for good and ill like i think it gotta cost two it kind of like reduces its threat level
1: yeah but plenty of dragon players would happily trade miramoto daisho for a few like just more generic weapons that we can play and a few more actual duel cards right you know yeah like duel to the death kikita's final stance um both being in the same clan and you're just looking at it being like well they're not the only dueling clan why are they getting all this
0: yeah I would love to see the card that says, hey, if your character has two weapon attachments, do a sick dual thing that kills an opponent. You know, that would be perfect.
1: Well, exactly. But, you know, that's more restricted than duel to the death. Yeah. Though, that being said, you know, it would be about fair. What If, if it couldn't be refused as long as you had two weapons, then yeah. But who knows? Who
0: knows? So, all of that was uh, in our segment that we're looking at upcoming events.
1: <laughs> we yeah, digressed a bit, we completely but completely got segwayed into my dragon rant because I've been upset. Um, that's fine and you, and you know the, the answer to this is simple if dragon aren't being designed badly i will if being designed badly i'll either stop playing the game or just play a different faction you know i'm not oh
0: know. that's kind of answer. or you can be like me like i am like even when crane which had like not now don't, don't hear me wrong people Crane are amazing right now and have been pretty amazing since this game has started but there's been times in the game where Crane has been pretty bottom tier and it is kind of like one of those self-imposed penalties you put on yourself. Like I'm not having fun as bad as Crane could be, or if, like my clan is not doing good. I'd have even less fun if I was not playing my clan, you know. So uh, yeah. there are there are there are people who have that cross to bear of like, listen, Dragon is not good. It's not getting better, and everything kind of sucks, and it's a feel bad. But by golly, I need to keep playing Dragon because I'm a Dragon player, and that's what I do. You know. Well, I
1: think yeah, I think that's true, and I mean. That could be true for me, but if I'm not having fun and winning, then I'm just going to play once a month at my low clay dragon, chat to my friends and have a good time. I won't travel to worlds or travel to grand championships, you know, go to Madrid or spend money to go to an event. I'm just going to get my ass handed to
0: Uh, Another podcast I was listening to, they talk about fighting games about the same exact instance of like, what do you do if you're playing Street Fighter and your character is below tier on the meta and stuff now obviously the competitive player's answer is you know you choose something better something that you can use better or just choose something that's top tier and just use that that is obviously the clear um high tier uh competitive answer to do it and that's perfectly reasonable with stuff there's also a second answer of like if my character that i like isn't good well i'm just not going to play this game and that's also so you might have a very air quotes healthy high-end competitive environment and stuff but if the game is just like like people are scurrying away from it at the low because they're not having fun at the low end you know i bought i bought this game because i could play dragon right if i'm playing dragon and like uh it's terrible well i'm just not going to play this game right yeah. that is something that uh, that the game has to consider for the overall life and health of the game yeah. of making sure all clans are at least like no no none say they wants to, their clan to be top tier and stuff as we, actually when crane has been like absurdly top tier i've also had a bad time playing and stuff because like i'm not even playing at this moment i'm just making everyone around me feel bad <laughs>
1: Yeah. So we just we and just want everything- why that, like I mean I'm sure he does this but really you know all these people talking about how packs are being designed in response to the meta that at the time that we were they were written you know is that actually that that is I would think inherently flawed you know packs should aim for balance at every stage and not be designed reactively you know and then the game will balance itself out and you won't have these Peaks and troughs where we get a cycle two years after we were good that is makes us bad and unicorn get a cycle that makes them broken. Like, you don't want that. You want everything to be designed for parity with bombs and you know balance across every set. And sure you know,
0: but, me, but me and you have the, both had time, like experience with like game design and play testing to know like that's the dream but it's rarely a reality that's rarely a reality in a uh, uh, a game or a company that has the resources for like a full like paid play test cycle you yeah, know i, I have, mean uh, the reason uh, that
1: it, it's never the, sorry i keep interrupting but i was going to say the reason that's not the reality for alpha Var is just that the clans that people are Paying more attention to during playtest are probably going to be the clans that are currently making people's lives a misery. Yeah. And the clans that no one cares about are not going to get playtested as hard because.
0: And there's also other factors of, oh, is a clan particularly powerful right now because of a card they're getting from a, a role that they're not going to have soon or not, they're not always going to have? Or, hey, I'm going to design a whole cycle of cards. Based off of what I know to this, this current deck archetype is going to be. But if down the line, like I'm talking about crab right now, let's say we're going to restrict something that causes the deck to fall apart. Well, now we're just left with nothing. Or even talk about dragon, because I still think like, like I said, at the top of this dragon is being punished for its dominant position last year. And again, it had a lot like very few of the dragon cards have actually gone away uh, and you've actually gotten two of them back because you've gotten, uh, um, if you have a fire roll, uh, secret Fire has just come back in a altered format. Nitan Master's come back. Mostly the deck is about the same. However, all the other cards, all the other clans have a lot more tools to deal with the matchup. Uh, but also the the uh, Restoration of Balance being um, errated is also a huge hit right there. It also kind of shows like, oh, these three busted things were the things that were single-handedly taking what is otherwise a fairly mediocre deck and pushing it over to a, a ridiculous extremes, that's that good uh, balance right there. But at the same time, Crane used to have a darn near unwinnable matchup versus Dragon. Teahouse almost single-handedly <laughs> turns that matchup around in a gross manner.
1: Not well, if you get void-fisted before you return my attachments to my hand.
0: I mean, sure, I'll just gossip that. Like, again, Crane have so many tools to deal with that matchup now that we did not have last year, and it has, like, completely flipped the matchup.
1: Yeah, whereas Dragon has just turned into not can I endure all of the effects and then somehow maybe break a province afterwards, rather than doing stuff, which is just... Anyway, look, let's let's stop talking about game design and Dragon, because we're getting... We're getting salty. Our sodium levels are... Well, mine already. What's this weed?
0: <laughs> I'm great. Everything is great. Except for yeah. Kida. <laughs> That's bad.
1: <laughs> but anyway. Still good. I'll talk about the,
0: the story. But anyway.
1: <laughs> oh, I don't know. Uh, I have a